Welcome to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. I'm Kath, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. And we are reviewing the movie Carol. Carol! Why are we reviewing Carol? Because Carol's gay. And... It's Christmas. It's Christmas! We are recording this on Christmas Eve. You might be listening to it on Christmas Day or sometime after. Hey, 2020 sucked. We're not going to worry about that for now. We're we, going to talk about Carol. We did a, a gay pay, a gay uh, Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza and Dan Levy. Happiest uh, season? Festivist ha- happiest season? Happiest season, I think. Enchanted season? Whatever. For our uh, Patreon. So mm-hmm. if you want to hear that review, you can always, you can hear it for just a dollar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so this was Carol. All right. I liked Carol. Did you like Carol? The film or the character the Carol film. aired? The film. Okay. I don't think I particularly cared for it. Okay. So let's talk about what Carol is. I see you have Wikipedia in front I of you. I do. Carol is a 2015 romantic drama film directed by Todd Haynes. The screenplay by Phyllis Nagy is based off the 1952 romance novel, The Price of Salt, by Patricia Highsmith. The film stars Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, Sarah Paulson, Jake Lacey, and Kyle Chandler. Set in New York City during the early 1950s, Carol tells the story of a forbidden love affair between an aspiring female photographer and an older woman going through a difficult divorce. So what we get here is uh, a lot of period pieces, a lot of classic cars, a lot of amazing outfits, and the exquisite Kate Blanchett's pair. Peace peace be upon her. Peace be upon her. Um, We cannot speak her name without preceding it with the exquisite Kate Blanchett and partway through the movie because it is it is slow it's atmospheric it builds and whatever but it's slow I was bored at parts um was, you did comment I was bored even more so yeah <laughs> that you would watch Kate Blanchett model I, suits from the 50s while smoking cigarettes the movie I would prefer to watch is called hours. Kate Blanchett models clothing from the 40s and 50s while walking around wet streets at night with neon signs and uh, she smoking? smokes cigarettes and maybe says uh, tells a story or something with martinis in her hand and occasionally winks at the camera yes yes I would watch that movie as well because uh, that is kind of what I was watching this movie for it was a it was a well shot movie there was actually a number of sequences where you know they really used the sets to kind of frame things emotionally and things like it was a well it was a well put together movie I very much felt like the characters did not behave like human beings. Oh, that's interesting. In a lot of it. And okay. also weren't named like human beings because <laughs> Carol's Carol's husband is named Harge. 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 Can you Harge. Spell Harge H-A-R-G-E. What's Carol's last name? Aird. Aird. Harge Aird. He's Harge Aird. Harge Aird. Their child's name is not Jennifer or Susan or Jane. Or even what like is Mary it? or something. Rindy, Rindy, like Cindy, but with an R, is the child. Rindy Harge, Rindy Harge, Rindy Aird, Rindy Aird, and then, uh, and then the other woman is is like Therese, but she's she's Therese, Therese. She's got a she's got a Belivette. It's but she's like oh, it's Polish or something. Czechoslovakian. Okay, it's Czechoslovakian. Whatever. I clearly wasn't paying enough attention to this movie. Anyway, so. They kind of have their little meeting mm-hmm. because uh, Therese works at uh, 
Franken Franken Mills or something. She works at Gimbel's. She works at the Gimbel's or the Macy's or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's supposed to be like the Frankenberg's. Frankenberg's. Okay. So she works at a big department store. It's It's Macy's. It's Macy's on 34th Street. They just couldn't afford it. Um, And so... um, so yeah, so Carol comes in mm-hmm. in a fur coat and gloves, looking very stylish, and she's like, and distinctly more attractive than everyone else around her. I because me- I no, that's just called being Kate Blanchett, the, the exquisite <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Yes. But also like the way people were styled. They all oh, were forties yeah. and fifties. They all had their hair set. You know, they they'd had curlers in earlier. Um, but they were a little more grim, a little more yeah. Lumpish. Oh, they they definitely that was a, I think a, an aesthetic yes. choice. She was in a fur, red lipstick, little red hat, luminous. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. And um, she buys a toy. She leaves her gloves and this shop girl uh, with short little bangs. Um, you know Ruby Mara if you watched the American Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. But not Mara Rooney. No, Mara, not Mara Rooney. She's there is Rooney a Mara, Mara Rooney, right? I don't think you're right. I think there There's is. There's another Mara out there. There's a, a Mara Rooney because she was in The Martian. Fine. Look it up. Mara Rooney. Okay, there's okay. There's Rooney Mara. Mm-hmm. And then there's, who's the Mara who was in The Martian? You're thinking of Mara Wilson, who was not no, in The Martian. No, I was not. Who was in The Martian? All right. While Faith looks that up, I can tell you that Mara Rooney's partner is Joaquin Phoenix. And Kate Mara. That's Kate who I'm thinking of. Mara. Kate Mara. Fine. Okay, okay, those are different people. Okay, yes, they are different part. Uh, we'll, different people. We'll address the Kate Mara issue in Ew, another episode. Being like Joaquin Phoenix's partner is kind of gross. No one should have to date Joaquin Phoenix. I don't like Joaquin Phoenix. He's one of those people. I if he's in a movie, I will go out of my way to not watch it. I do not feel as Him strongly. And Nick Cage. Okay. Yeah. And uh, who's the, the fat guy? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah. Carol is a slow burn, and it's very pretty, and it's Christmassy, and it's gay. Mm-hmm. For that reason, it was wonderful it, to watch on Christmas gay. Eve. It gets gay. Two thirds of the movie, and we checked the time. Two thirds of the movie, we yeah. do finally get to see a boob. And, you know, it, it is building until that time. And there's a lot of, um, you know, the strain of being a gay woman at that time. Carol is going through a horrible divorce. Her husband might take her daughter away forever, Rindy, because of her morals. Mm-hmm. Um, her immorality. Her immorality yes. clause is a way Which to... Which I'm guessing they have a prenup. Because he's rich. Wait, why, why would that mean a prenup? That's just a divorce thing, I think. It's the, divorce and the, custody. Would there be an immorality clause in the prenup? No. Because what's the clause in? The clause has to be a part of a contract. I think it's like the law says you're an unfit parent. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Back when being gay made you an unfit parent, and which it still is in some parts of the U.S. A provision within instruments of a contract. So it was a contract. Maybe it was all part of this it's marriage prenuptial contract. prenuptial agreement, which is the contract. I, You know what? Who, Lawyers, let us know. Who works in contracts? <laughs> Raise your hand. Okay, then. So, so Carol is luminous. The luminous Kate mm-hmm. Blanchett playing Carol is faced with a choice if she gets to be her true self or she gets to maybe see her daughter from time to time. And we're not going to do spoilers, but that is how the movie goes. It is established that Carol had a former uh, love affair with Sarah Paulson, um, another famous lesbian mm-hmm. we are all fans of. And there was a very cute cameo at the end with... 
Carrie Brownstein mm-hmm. of Slater Kinney. And I, you know what? The movie was a little slower than I had anticipated. There's some road trip stuff. There's some diners in the 50s stuff. There's outfits. All in all, I'm a little disappointed compared to what I expected, but not a bad movie. Very pretty. And the luminous and exquisite Kate Blanchett. I actually is had amazing. I thought it was it was a very beautifully shot movie, except I swear the whole movie had like a green tint to it. Which had to have been like an intentional choice. And I'm like, why did it not have a golden tint if it's supposed to be the fifties? Which is generally what movies back then had sort of yellowish red tint to Perhaps them. you're supposed to feel a little off kilter. Maybe. Like I always I just... felt off kilter watching a Christmas story. Because that's a very bright white light. There's no golden fifties hue. It's sort of um, I think that one was set in the 30s. It though. was, yeah. and, and it was sort of blunt and straightforward with yeah. its presentation. I liked Christmas Story. I grew up with it, but on the other hand, I haven't seen it in 20 years because I just got sick of people, of it being constantly a thing. I've watched it too many times. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take a break. Um, I, w- I hope to watch it maybe in another 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't so- like Carol. And that's okay. I I thought that my issue my issue with it was okay. One, it's very slow, and I can I can enjoy slow movies. I will review the movie Love Story with Jenna Malone, okay, which is an incredibly slow movie where nothing happens in the whole damn movie, but I loved it. This one was a little. This one was slow, but it also I felt like the drama that it did sort of infuse it with felt very like lifetime movie it hadn't earned the the gravitas yeah whereas like love story love song love song the the jenna malone movie uh which is on netflix i think we'll review it another time is very slow and nothing happens and nothing and there and it doesn't come at it with any gravitas this one i felt like it it had that and it didn't earn it also carol i i get it in the 50s and you're a sappho as they might have been called back then Mm -hmm. And you're like not really out because you can't be out. Mm-hmm. And even in New York City, you know, you got to find the right parties in the 50s to mm-hmm. kind of be out at. And mm-hmm. It's tricky. You take what you can get mm-hmm. as far as uh, hoo-ha. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I get it that like this Rooney been, uh, Marn Mara might have been so desperate for mm-hmm. anything. But Carol is not someone you hook up with. Like if Carol behaved, if someone who if someone behaved that way and like, mm-hmm. like I returned their gloves and then they called me at work and were like, "Can I buy you lunch?" I'd be like, "Okay, maybe if you are, you're resplendent, certainly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you can buy me lunch." But then like she's like, "Do you want to come to my house Sunday and like in New Jersey? I'll drive you." I'd be like, "No, this, maybe this is going a little too fast." <laughs> and then so she invites her out there. They go to her house in New Jersey, which mm-hmm. is like a freaking castle, mm-hmm. and. Like, her husband comes in, and there's, like, a ton. Uh, one, her kid is there. Yes. Two, which maybe in the 50s, whatever, women and kids. But, like, if someone is inviting you to a second date at their house in the country, and their, their kid is kid. there, and it's they're decorating the Christmas tree, I'm like, that's already getting a little heavy. And then their husband comes in, and Angry. even if it's their ex-husband or they're getting divorced or whatever, and they're, like, having a fight, and you're just there... That's when you're like, this person has too much shit going on. Yes. I do not want to get involved with this person. Yes. I am back in the fuck away. And maybe Rooney Mara in the 50s, Therese or Cerise or whatever her name is. Therese. Therese didn't 
didn't have a lot of options. Or she was young. Like, they established that. She might have been 18 or 19, for all we know. Yeah. There's there's that thing when you're very young where you're like, I don't know whether I need to be drawing a boundary here or how to enforce that. Like, that's something that is easy for you and me to see I guess, yeah. and decide right Oh, now. I've, I've done all kinds of shitty, exactly. stupid things uh, for people. Exactly. Before I found a good one. That's right. So, so like, so, now we would say... Look, you've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And you are fucking exquisite. Give me a call in a month after you've had some time to really focus and sort your stuff yeah. out. Can't wait to see you. Bye. And like, then, that's it. Yeah. And then, and then the next thing that happens is she's like, you know what? I'm going across country for a while. You want to come with me? And again, when that sort of level of drama has happened. Worse. I'm going to drive west. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going. Want to come? Yeah. No. Back you the fuck don't away. Want to go? And then, and then, as they're on their trip, she finds the gun in Carol's bag, and it's like, all right, that's like just an even more crazy thing. Mm, but by then, she's already on the trip. But then she's already on the trip because she can be like, can we? Let's talk about the gun. Let's talk about the gun, or can you drop me off? Do you have money for a bus ticket? I can mm-hmm. get home mm-hmm. or something. Uh, but yeah, at that point, you got to be like. A lot of crazy going on, and yeah. to be fair, this woman, um, she had a boyfriend, yeah, who I think had tried Rudy to propose, Mara. and mm-hmm. he's, uh, she has the boyfriend who's he was in the office, mm-hmm. but he was also the schlubby guy, mm-hmm. not schlubby. He's like a fit guy, but he's like he's always the guy who gets dumped mm-hmm. in like everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a handsome he was in, guy. He was in uh, the High Fidelity remake. He okay. was in. Uh, no, I don't have it. But he was in the High Fidelity it's- remake. He was in the Office. He was like a later season of The Office. He was in Obvious Child. Mm-hmm. So, right. so there's him. He's like, uh, you know, trying to be like, hey, date me. And she's got some other friend who's like, hey, come to my work sometime late at night and we can, I can introduce you to these photographers at my work. Mm-hmm, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, or try to kiss you here in my office at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. for some reason. Where it's dark Which and also, no one else is around. I've worked at newspapers. It's newspapers not. are not dead mm-hmm. at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Newspaper. <laughs> when I, I, that was actually one thing I loved about the newspapers. Like, it worked great for vampire hours because <laughs> we were getting off work at like 7 a.m. Beautiful. This is and what I you, want to be yeah, asleep. Uh, and so... Yeah, the idea that a newspaper is dead at like 3 a.m., that is when they are busiest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I guess it depends on the newspaper. It depends on what department you work in or whatever. But, and I also um, feel like what you're talking about is the thing that someone in her early 20s mm-hmm. might be experiencing. Is like there was this perfectly good guy who wants to marry me and take me to Paris. And, you know, that's an option I need to keep open because girls get married. Yeah. And. Uh, I also am an aspiring photographer. This guy might be able to hook me up with some people at the New York Times. And here I am getting kissed by him yeah. in his office. Like, I, mean, I, I feel like that's how it is when you're very young and you do need opportunities. Or in this era, you do need to get married. You yeah. have to oh, get you're married, job, you're, yeah. basically. And, uh, and she was sort of figuring out as a lesbian, mm-hmm. how her life was going to be, yeah. you know? And, uh... Oh, I'm just saying she had far less drama than Carol. Yeah. Carol yeah. had shit tons of drama. 
I do think Carol could have coped with some things better. I think and Carol was Carol made it harder on Therese than it needed to be. Yeah, and she brought. And okay, here's the thing. I don't care how much you're crushing on the girl in the shop, mm-hmm. but if you're in the middle of a divorce and a custody battle, uh, and you're like arming yourself and thinking of going and leaving the con- you know, driving across the country for no reason, all this shit. If you've got this sort of shit storm and you sort of are crushing on the shop girl who sells you a train, mm-hmm. toy train, mm-hmm. um, Maybe don't involve the shop girl yeah. in your craziness. Maybe yeah. get your life together, and then you can maybe meet the cute girl at the shop. Okay? Maybe Carol thought her life was together. Her life was not. If the, you know, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure this was Carol with her life together. Ah. Something tells me Carol is one of those people who's just going to surround themselves with drama. Hmm. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our review of Carol. Watch it if you like. It's definitely visually wonderful. Visually stunning. Uh, story could have been better. Yeah. Story could have been better. I felt I felt the story was very weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, there is, there is, you get one nice, one nice little sex scene. Yep. Yep. Nice sex scene. And uh, unfortunately, two thirds in. Yeah. These girls barely kiss. I mean, it's like, we got to watch a better lesbian flick. And either I wasn't paying attention or it wasn't like the sexual tension was building it was just them sometimes hanging out and sometimes not but you know whatever it's not for everyone and uh you know it's on netflix watch it if you want i would say it's not a very christmasy movie people talk about whether die hard is a christmas movie or not i think this one is fits it there's like christmas and light on christmas it's light on christmas and there's an argument with her ex-husband about where she's going to spend christmas Mm -hmm. and blah blah blah, they decorate a tree they buy a present like you hear one christmas carol and it is silver bells i like it's not the most annoying of christmas i like that at the beginning the guy's like compliments of the company here's a hat yeah compliments of the company here's your santa hat but you have to wear it but you have to wear it on the sales floor and that's their christmas bonus is a santa hat that they have to wear yeah yeah um, at the at the Gimbals, at the Macy's, or the Macy's, I, or the whatever it is. On, on the whole, I I I looked it up. I tried to look it up to see if there were any gay people actually involved because Kate Blanchett, loved by the lesbian community, mm. mm-hmm. I don't think she's gay. Is I she? don't think she is gay. No. And um, obviously there were a handful of gay people involved, mm-hmm. but Phyllis Nagy, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, It didn't feel like it was written by gay people. It felt like it was written by straight straight people people because it it just kind of had that, I don't know, it kind of had that the characters weren't acting like people in a relationship. Hmm. Like there was something too crazy about it, too dramatic, extra Mm. dramatic. Like just thinking about the the happiest season Mm -hmm. and like that one is like, the two lesbian characters in that are like written like people generally. That's true. That's <laughs> who are true. just in a relationship. This one is written by this one, I swear to God, the two main leads act, and I'll throw in the husband who acts like a crazy maniac the mm-hmm. whole time. He's mm-hmm. just basically shouting the He's whole time. He's violent and alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. And then and then Carol just comes in acting all to do to do to do. Look at me, I'm beautiful. Come with me, Rooney Mara. I'll wreck your life like I did my own. And then Rooney Mara, who just sits there, stares at everything with her like bird face. <laughs> She's a very attractive actress, yes. but she does just have these big eyes and just sort of stares at everything, sort mm-hmm. of like 
like she's letting the world wash over her, you know. She even says that at some point. She does. That she doesn't have choices and things, and she just has yeah. to say yes to things. Maybe her face ah. conveyed that so Maybe well that now you think that's what her face is. Maybe. I don't. I never saw a girl with a dragon tattoo. I don't think I've seen her in anything else. I think both of the leads are very good actresses. I don't know if the script gave them a lot to work with. I don't think it did. I think it was, I think it was a very limited script with action and drama that felt very hyped up mm. for what how minimal it was. Mm. Um I get that being queer in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Being queer another being queer now in the wrong places, but yeah. like being queer in the 50s in the US like yeah, that could that could get you divorced, that mm-hmm. could ruin your life, that mm-hmm. could get you locked up in jail. You never could, see your kids. You yeah. have to see a psychiatrist. You could get fired from your job. Yeah. You can get fired from your job from being gay in some states in the U.S. still. True. Um, or for being trans. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I get that there's that, like, there is drama inherent to that, but Definitely. that wasn't the drama. Yeah. Her husband's not really threatening to tell anyone. He's just trying to use the gay thing to get it, to get sole custody of the kid. Yeah, but that's bad, too. <laughs> it is bad, but I'm just saying it's not like he's trying to get her fired from her job or whatever, or, or threatening to out her to her family or it's something. True. It's true. Um, and he's different, not different ways to lose in this. World, yes, though. it just felt the drama of this and this story felt so utterly surface level that I felt like I was watching the most beautifully shot, well acted Lifetime movie. Very well, and that is my opinion of it. All right, well, listeners. Give it a watch. It's on Netflix. Let us know what you think. And uh, hope you had or have a great Christmas. Yeah. Merry Crimbo. Happy uh, happy other holidays. Mm-hmm. Saturnalia. Whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Hanukkah. Yeah. This is a non-denominational podcast. We just want you to be happy just right be around happy. now. Celebrate however you celebrate and uh, enjoy. And we will talk to you next time. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making great content, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes and send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Link down below or download them on iTunes. For all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. To all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling! Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Did you say CAC? I did not say CAC, I said Kath, and everyone okay. heard it that way. Okay. And we are. Nope. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. And we are reviewing the movie Carol. Carol!